Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Are you a lifelong fan of General Hospital? Are you a new fan who wants to know more about the history of the show? Do you enjoy talking about the show with others? Do you find yourself yelling at the TV? Is your self-care an hour a day in Port Charles? If so, we invite you to join hosts Amanda Kimmel and Shannon Coach at the place where all the hidden conversations take place and secrets are revealed. Meet us at Pier 54, a General Hospital fan podcast. Hi. Hi. Welcome to the General Hospital Recap for November 13th through 17th. We are recording via StreamYard. We're trying a new platform today because Amanda has a sick kiddo. Yep. And we're going to play with things. <laughs> hey, they have lo-fi. That's my daughter's favorite music. There you go. I'm, I'm going to add a... Uh, ambiance to some of our discussions today so watch out <laughs> you never know yep <laughs> all right so for poor charles pipeline i don't think we really had any messages this week okay. nothing i did not snooze anything to pop up today so if if there is something that i should be reading i'm sorry Alrighty. and then so this upcoming thursday oh here we can kind of do a small correction um we totally forgot about cody we did As forget about Cody. Part of the Quartermain staff. I did do a quick little interjection and was like, so. <laughs> but didn't I didn't really get into it. I just said, you know, Cody is uh, the stable master or whatever. But other than him working with Leo, there hasn't. And now we're on our third or fourth horse. There really hasn't been much. No. He's had storyline, but not much storyline in the stable, right. I guess, is the and not his storyline doesn't necessarily even involve the Quartermain family, which is what we were going with with the Quartermain staff. But yep, that was a fun one. That was fun. I think that might be one of my favorite for one ones we have ever done. Yeah, that was fun. But this upcoming Thursday, we are covering all the Quartermain Tur Thanksgiving disasters. Happy I love Thanksgiving! It. <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm not ready. Are for we allowed to say that this week? Yeah, we can say it this week because it's just in a few days. I'm not ready, though. Like, I, I still need to make my grocery run and get all the things. Oh, the headlines. Did you notice that uh, there's a new, I don't know what to call it. It's like after you press play on General Hospital, instead of it being Franco looking lovingly at Liz, now it's Carly. Oh, I did not smiling. notice that. Oh, I Do you have, like, the little, like, the preview thing? Yeah. It, yeah, it's Carly yes. now. And it always annoyed me that it was Franco looking at Liz because I'm like, he's not on as Franco anymore. So I'm glad Wait, they updated they, it, but I didn't notice. I think they changed it or didn't change it because Roger was still on the show. Right. So, but I mean, if you're a fan of the show, you know that that's not Austin, that that is yeah. Franco staring at Liz. Exactly. So, yeah. And I think a few of them got new headshots, but I'm not entirely sure. I think so too, but I couldn't tell you who. I just noticed that some of them looked like brighter as they were flashing mm -hmm. on the screen. I think Jeannie Francis's is new because hers used to be this, like the laying down. 
okay thing on her hand and then mm -hmm. now i think now i think it's more upright i don't know the things we pay attention to guys <laughs> so for hulu headlines on monday brooklyn and lois strategize nina unleashes her fury hmm. anna briefs jordan and dante gregory opens up to chase michael is caught off guard okay on on tuesday how do actors act underwater <laughs> that's it okay but hold on i actually think that was the official general hospital web or a uh, social media account did post something about them swimming underwater this week nope it was last week it was so last it was week. not even right but no like they posted it on instagram last week how like the big tank with yeah. lisa and wally and everything i was thinking oh what what if they accidentally switched their uh Hulu ha Hulu headlines with uh, their Instagram captions. But yeah, that was last week. So yeah. What the heck, Hulu? I don't know. And then Wednesday, TJ is left reeling. Marshall and Curtis connect. Cyrus issues a warning. Diane vents to Alexis. Maxie makes a surprise announcement. And on Thursday, Dex cautions Jocelyn. Ava lashes out and deserves an Emmy. Mm -hmm. Cody comes clean. Molly is blindsided. Anna catches up with Sunny. And then on Friday, Laura makes an offer. Robert seeks Felicia's help. Jocelyn shares some hard truths with Spencer. Sunny wants answers from Nina. And Willow encourages Carly. Yep. So where are we starting? Mm, I guess Brooklyn and Lois, because that was kind of just Monday, right? I think for the most part, yeah. They just kind of stuck with that. They were... Um, trying to choose songs for Blaze. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I, I wasn't really, like, nothing stood out to me about the scene other than it was a cute mother-daughter thing. Well, and so she's pop, and they're trying to make her country, and Yuri was really cute with the whole country. hot right now. No, honey, country has been hot for a long time. Yeah, yeah. But it's like they're trying to do, like, reverse Taylor Swift. Right, right. Typically people don't go from pop to country. It's typically been country to pop. Unless you're, unless you're a hootie. Correct. Yep. Darius Rucker, you are mm -hmm. correct. Yep. Yeah. Who else has gone from pop to country? N nobody that I know of. <laughs> Gwen doesn't do anything with Blake, does she? I think they I think did they like one song together, but it was the point that they were together. It wasn't like she's trying to be country now. Right, exactly. Like that happens occasionally. Yeah. But not, I mean, Kelly Clarkson and Reba. Right. But right. they're also were at the time related. Yeah. Also, again, it was just the crossover. Right. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I'm not against Blake doing country. Blake should be allowed to do whatever. Blaze. Blake. Blaze. Oh, Sorry, geez. I know. You got it in my head. Blaze should be allowed to do whatever she wants to do. I think they just need to let her try different styles and see what clicks yes so oh but then yuri was the one who picked up on ned being back the second he walked in the room he goes yes. you're not eddie nope <laughs> that was cute that was but cute. no one picked up on the fact that he was wearing a suit right well, i don't know that they had looked at him yet though they were still kind of talking and in their own moment whenever olivia mm. and ned walked in and then yuri was like you are no longer eddie yes I like that Yuri's there and more involved, so maybe we'll be seeing more of him. Yes. But prior to that, Olivia and Ned just got right back to it. I mean, they, they made up for some time. They did. They did. Good but for then, her. But then, right. <laughs> <laughs> but then, um, she said something about how she has a meeting with Nina about renovations on the rooftop. What do you think they're doing on the roof? I don't know. How much more space is there on the roof? We already have a pool up there. Right. But then that triggers Ned's flashbacks to, oh my gosh, that's right. It was Nina. Yeah. And then he tells her everything. And she that, says, don't tell anyone. When did, when did Olivia start doing that? Right. I did not like that's that. That's not Olivia. No. No. She looks out for Sonny and likes to make sure that he's okay. She wouldn't withhold information like that from him. But he is the happiest that she's ever seen him he's always the happiest he's ever been right after he gets married and then i mean i would hope most people are right that's why it's <laughs> called a honeymoon phase right but i don't know it's she could say in a long time or i've never seen him like this like those are acceptable but 
for as long as I've known him. I mean, no, because she saw him in love with Connie, you know, and that right. was first love. Right. You know, she didn't see him with Brenda, so she doesn't know that, but she's seen him yes. with and without Carly. Right. Right. So. And the thing is, I don't care how in love you are with someone, if they are betraying you, you're not really in love with them because you don't know everything there is to know about them. Right. And that's a big thing. It's yeah. not like, yeah. So, and then we see uh, Nina go to get coffee at Carly's and then comes out and confronts Martin. And he's like, uh, I'm sorry that you're mad, but I didn't tell Michael anything he didn't already know. Like, mm -hmm. I was just confirming the information, but he already had that from sources well beyond me. So, you are already going to be in trouble. Yeah, this is not going to end well. Nope. Well, no. It's going to end exactly how it should, I think. <laughs> it's just not. Yeah, we'll see. I just don't like how they're pushing her and Valentine together because of Charlotte. Like, if she gets to rebound off of Sunny with Valentine again, I'm going to be so mad. She does no. not deserve that. Neither of them do. It's no, it's no. Yeah. They're done. They're friends. They no. I mean, they I hope discuss it. it's just a no. <laughs> I hope that you're correct, but it feels to me like that's what they're pushing because Charlotte's like, Oh, Nina. And he's like leaning on her. Yeah. Yeah. And Anna needs to be done. Like she just has to be, there's no coming but, back. But Nina is okay. So, Oh, real quick. When she was at the Metro or, um, Carly's. Kelly's getting yeah. her espresso, espresso, not espresso, espresso. I rewound it three <laughs> times. She talked to Carly about offering her to buy back her half of the Metro court. Yes. Yes. But that was right as Martin was leaving. Cause she was like, Oh crap. I need to like cover up my tracks of what I was yelling at him about or discussing with him. Oh yeah. yeah. I and suddenly then, had a change of heart and it's too much. You should run the Metro court again. But then Willow came up as they were finishing talking and I can't decide if I like that they're changing her style. No, I don't. I don't like it. She's she's a soft and sweet. Yeah. You don't need her to become. She has definitely been able to hold her own mm -hmm. as soft and sweet. Right. You know, she has a firm foundation on good morals and, you know, the things mm -hmm. that are that she doesn't put up with. Right. Doesn't mean we need to give her a leather jacket and boots. I think they're trying to make her more mature, like the sweet came from her innocence of being young and now that she's older with two kids that they're trying to push like oh okay she's like aged up some but she can age without changing her entire style she left a cult knowing that it was wrong i mean that ages you up right right, there. right exactly you know and she didn't need she knew that it was still okay to be like a sweet person as long as they don't make her i don't know I don't know what I'm saying because I don't want her to be a pushover, but I also just, I don't no. want her to be, oh, I don't know. I know what you're saying. They, they yeah. don't need to make her, like having her grow in her values and standards is fine. Like putting her foot down a little more aggressively than what we have seen in the past is one thing. But having her become like, oh, let's do all these things we would never do before mm -hmm. is not okay. I loved that she very adamantly made Wiley go get his things that he left upstairs and yep. was not letting Michael go get them. I'm like, yep. thank you. Exactly. He can do oh, it. Is there, a hand clap? is there a hand clap sound? Oh, Darn geez. it. There's not, there's not <laughs> a hand clap sound. Oh, but no, I, I like that. But then Carly told Sonny what Nina offered. I loved the way Carly did it. She's like, what's going on? Like what, what's up? And he's like, what are you talking about? She's like, no, there's something going on with you and Nina or Nina herself. Like, there's an underlying story here. She did not just suddenly decide out of the kindness of her heart that she would right. sell me back the Metro court. So what's up? Right. But he honestly doesn't know. He's like, I have no idea. I, this is the first I've heard of it. How are you going to do it? Do you need money? And she's like, no, we're not going back down that road again. Like, stop. Yeah. And I like that she said, you know, I'm really happy with what I'm doing at Kelly's. Yeah. It's kind of bringing her down from she's not so high or fast paced, you know. It's, right. Right. She's starting to slow down a little bit. And is starting to be able just like to stop and pause and enjoy just little random things. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Because then the, uh, but back to the Nina Valentine thing, she was with Laura as they all right. powwowed. Mm -hmm. I did like that. He was really, really, he seemed to be really torn on. I really don't want to have to be searching her room right now. Right. Right. But you know, 
Sometimes you have to make that decision as a parent. When your child is hurting themselves or hurting others, that gives you the right to invade their privacy. That's part of being a parent. 100%. So I'm not yep. one to go through my kid's stuff either, but if I'm scared that she's setting houses on fire and <laughs> spray painting things, uh, yeah, I'm going through your room. Right. And especially after they just had the big conversation about this is 100% has to do with Victor. What is she talking about? Like, where is she getting this? Right. Quote, information from whatever. So the books on her sh shelf were from the horse's point of view, encyclopedia, just encyclopedia, the encyclopedia of horses, and then the horse encyclopedia. Wow. She's got lots of questions about horses. Yes. So he found the tarot cards. Mm hmm. Hmm. I mean, he knew about the tarot cards because she tried to do a reading on him and she brought up the fact that he didn't like them. So right. he already should have had an idea of what he was looking for. I don't think that he realized, I mean, yes, she said something about how she's learned how to do readings and she's been doing them. But I think it was Jake told somebody, but was he, was he there when he said something about the tarot cards? I guess he didn't realize how obsessed she's become because he was even okay with her dressing as the hermit for um, Halloween. Right. But, oh, now we're using tarot cards to burn down houses. Right. Might change your thoughts on it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But even more, Nina I was like, why defending is Nina though? Nina is, and she's defending her to Charlotte. So I think that Nina is at least like, no, no, no. We're not getting back together. Like, well, yeah, because her world hasn't fallen apart with Sunny yet. But once it does, that's going to be an easy jump backwards to, oh, I'm so sad, Valentine. And, and you can forgive me because you've done horrible things. Like pretend that my daughter was not, or was my daughter and she yeah. wasn't my daughter. And they're going to, connect over that and I just no. don't want to see it no you know that I was a huge Valentina Nina fan I mean I loved them together years ago not now right mm -mm. I agree but I think that's where they're trying to go and I liked as much as she was defending everything to Laura I liked that when Laura first walked in she was like why are you here I am not discussing this with you this is about mm -hmm. Valentine and Charlotte, like, what is your purpose? And then Valentine was like, well, she kind of is involved because, you know, she deleted evidence. So, And that's very bold to admit that to the mayor that you tampered yeah, with. Right. I mean, that's, that's a crime. It is. You are correct. I think that they're both willing to go down for it, though. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, obviously, they want to protect Charlotte. And being that she was under the influence of Victor, you know, punishing her like a regular criminal is not the right way to go but at the same time yeah someone needs to talk to her about let's take some responsibility here and just make right. her not so terrified of anna like she truly is scared well oh jake brought her that huge bouquet of flowers that was so cute I, and then i loved liz's expression because it was that true like mom moment of oh my gosh i'm so proud of my son look at what a good boy he is and not, I'm glad that they had her making the face away from him. So right. we got to see it and it wasn't yeah. him seeing, you know, he knows, he knows. Yes, yes. But then she told Jake all about Victor. Mm -hmm. And that Anna intentionally shot her. We But we didn't see Jake react after that. We saw him looking at her and it looked like he might have been. Yeah. But would they never went that back to that. So we that don't know if he believes her or if he was more shocked. Yeah, you're right? right. They didn't. Yeah, no, they didn't go back. I don't think so. I don't. And that was Monday or Tuesday, right? They should have gone back to that. Well, by the end of the week, we were on to Molly and TJ. Yeah. You can only focus on one couple at a time. There's a lot to finish up Anna, though, because then yeah. she went and told Dante and Jordan about Charlotte off the record. Right. I'm glad that they listened to her, though, because they were all very confused on how this happened. And so once she got to explain, it at least made sense that it was like, yeah, I didn't just randomly shoot someone. I was terrified. And the fact that it was Charlotte was because her grandfather was psychotic. Right. And then she went and told Sonny about the shooting, too. And he was like, so uh, does this have anything to do with Charlotte getting shot? Or, yeah. um, like, or why Charlotte was shot? He said something. Because, no, she had stayed at his house after Charlotte was shot. The night that she was shot. Yeah, the night she was she shot, she stayed so at his house. So it was kind of weird she that they made something it to her this week, though. That was yeah, that she like uh, had to re-explain. Yeah, maybe it was the fact that it was Victor and not the guy that she had originally thought. Oh, because then she um told him it is it the person was after you, 
And he said, is it because Charlotte is the one who has been terrorizing you, not somebody else? That's right. That's right. Okay. Right. And then she yep. gave him the name of that guy that she had the information on and then turns around later and tells Robert, hey, that information was missing. So I liked that twist. I liked that twist. Like, let's keep it going a little bit. Let's not have it end with just, oh, Charlotte did it and be done. Right. Yeah, this is going to be really interesting seeing. Just send me pictures and with no question. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, there really wasn't anything after, because she was avoiding Robert too, wasn't she? After she told him yeah. that everything was... Yes. After she realized everything, she was avoiding him because that was whenever he went to Felicia and was mm -hmm. like, have you talked to Anna? And she called her Annie, and I did not like that. He's the only one that calls her Annie. Yeah. And Felicia was like, I haven't heard... Well, I've only got messages from Annie. I have not talked to her. And I was like, what? That is not what you call her. Don't do that. Mm -mm. Well, we're not jumping to it. But the same thing, Molly called Christina Chris. Not yes, Chrissy. Chrissy, right. We're not changing nicknames now, people. No, no. Not shortened versions of... No, the names. only one that ever called her Chrissy was um, Sam. I think they all call her Chrissy, but no one calls her Chris. I don't even think that recently... Recently, no. Recently, they just had Molly hating her, so... Right. Maybe that's how they're trying to show that they've, like, softened, is now we're going to go back to the cute nicknames. Mm, Chris is, like, a short... Chrissy's cute. There's nothing wrong with the name Chris, just throwing that out there. But when you go from Chrissy to Chris, I feel like you're in more trouble. <laughs> yeah, I just, I don't know. I, I did not like that Felicia's like Anna or Annie, blah, blah, blah. Because it was mm -hmm. like, a, it was a term of endearment from Robert and kind of his way of like picking on her. Really? So, yeah. But anyway. It was sweet though that she was like, "Is did Max send you here to check up on me to make sure, you know, everything's okay? He's like, uh, no. No. <laughs> No, no, I didn't. It's more of a, have you seen Anna? <laughs> right, right. She finally did her job, right? That was good. She got the guy whatever he needed for his testing. And then she was like, I got the paperwork from the insurance company. We're good mm -hmm. to go. Yep. She's learning the ropes. We could just stick with, this is a quick one, just it's hospital related. Portia and Terry met with Finn. He's being sued for malpractice. Oh, yeah. That like came out of nowhere. Yeah, and he's going to have to be drug tested weekly given his background. Right, which he was like, and, fine, whatever. Yeah, and he's going to have to get an attorney. It should be Scott, right? Because that's Liz is going to hook him up with Scott. I would think so, unless they want to pull someone from One Life to Live again. <gasps> I don't know of any other... Nora. Nora was more custody, wasn't she? I don't know. We've had this discussion before, too, but people can... Who else was an attorney? Jackson? No, because he just did the... That was All My Children. Oh, my gosh. Who else was an attorney on either show? I don't know. It seems like every place only has one attorney. Well, General Hospital has four-ish. Well, Alexis is disbarred, but, like, she was an attorney. Scott. Yeah. Robert's DA. And Molly. Yeah. And Diane. And Diane. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. How did I forget her? How did I forget her? I don't know. Have you ever watched the show Shameless? No. Oh, okay. Well, so I um, had never watched it, but it kept showing up on TikTok. And so I was like, I have to check this out, blah, blah, blah. And so um, there was a scene in it the other day where the one younger kid, like he's like in high school or whatever. So I'm assuming that he's 18. But anyway, he was trying to make money. And as a joke, they were like, oh, you could always take Mrs. So-and-so up on her proposition. And so it shows him in the yard, like fixing a birdhouse or whatever. And out comes this lady in like a nightgown. And it was Diane. And I was like, that's Diane. She wouldn't do that. And uh, Ryan was like, what? And I was like, that that's Diane that they're saying is trying to seduce this young boy. She would not do that. Have you ever watched Devious Maids? Yes. Yes. Okay. So there's a lot of people from Desperate Housewives in that. And yep. I had watched it already. Still mad that that show never got an ending. I know. Uh, me too. I started to watch it with JD last night. I was like, well, you enjoy Desperate Housewives. So maybe you'll enjoy this. And he's like, oh, I don't know. And we're watching it. I was like, do you recognize anybody? Like, this was, oh, this was who? This was who? This was who? So last night I discovered, you know, I've been trying to find all the Desperate Housewives General Hospital connections. Right, connections. And now I'm finding like even they may not have been on Desperate Housewives and they may not have been on General Hospital, but they have a strong connection to the show. 
Okay. That's really weird. So, okay, we'll just do, I'll, I'll give a little, um, I guess we, <laughs> this is the weirdest transition ever, but <laughs> Jeff Cobra was on China Beach and it's something that people talk about all the time. And I'm like, I hear great things about this show. I've never seen it. I want to try to find it. Apparently it is only available to purchase because there's such a heavy soundtrack to it that they can't get all the streaming, like no one can get the streaming rights to it. Oh, wow. Because it's during the Vietnam War is when this when it's set, but they use so much music in it. Oh, and during the cool. one trailer, one of the directors said, yeah, it's like the first war to have a soundtrack. Oh, wow. And so I'm just watching the trailer and, you know, there's Jeff Kober. Because I heard that his character was different than Cyrus, obviously. Mm -hmm. Dana Delaney was in it. Oh, wow. That was Catherine on Desperate Housewives. Yeah. So, yeah. Love it. We need to do that as a 411. I need to finish the, the list. It would be like a 10 hour 411 because there's so many ways everyone crosses over. We're not going to get like into it, but it's just going to be really more of a list off. But there's going to be a lot of people that they were cashier number two, but they right. were also, in, you know, yeah, that we're not even going to know who they are. But one day we might. So we're going to include them because everyone yes. starts somewhere. That's right. Megan Markle was on General Hospital. Mm -hmm. It was her first role. She was yep. a nurse at the nurse's station. I think it was one day. And now yep. look at married a prince. Exactly. All right. So that transition can bring <laughs> us. To... Oh. Okay. I wrote it. I will now concede. <gasps> what? Cyrus... But you need to be thankful that I waited for this moment. His smile getting into the elevator. Okay. That okay. was the proof that I needed. That was the, it, it wasn't the, I'm still conflicted, you know, whatever it was he looked at austin he got in the elevator and when he was by himself had that look and i was yep. like oh man he's not just torn on that so like i saw a really good um analogy on from a pastor that he's walking up two ladders and like he has a foot on each ladder okay. and it's you know, staying in the world or continuing your journey with god you really at some point have to choose right you can't, you literally cannot do both. Right. And so that's kind of what I've been picturing. And I only just saw that this morning and I was like, oh, that's where, that's where I thought Cyrus was. I thought he was right at the, the tipping point, if you will, that he had to make a decision. Well, not the tipping point, because the tipping point is where you peak and then go over. Um, but, <laughs> but basically that, you know, I figured, right. I thought like he was struggling with how to let go of what he knows and embrace his new life. No, no, no. Who else here is not shocked? But to be fair, we also had two different things going on. Is Cyrus the boss? And was he still evil? So there were and two the answer, the answer was yes to both. I still do think that there has to be somebody above him. But we'll he see. I'll take, no I'll take one win at a time. <laughs> Listen, you have to agree that him being the boss is disappointing. It is disappointing. Oh, absolutely. I would have loved. So that's why I'm holding out. I would have loved one of our storylines to come true, but I don't think that's happening. I am realistic, but I like to have a little bit of hope still. So okay. I won't steal your hope. Okay. <laughs> but he left a note at the nurse's station and that was when Austin picked up the note. Mm -hmm. And that was, yeah. Dante had gone to see Austin. Right. And was like, why don't you just tell us something? And at first he wouldn't. And then he went into the police station after talking to Cyrus and was like, okay, like, let's, let's talk. And Dante is still like, dude, I can't promise you anything till you spill the beans. Like you're asking for a guarantee before you give me the info. I can't do that for you. But he's also not the one who makes that decision. Robert is, he can't say, sure, we're not going to arrest right. you and we're not going to do that. Like that really is not his decision. Right. And he's, Okay, so I guess we should probably back up a little bit because after that, I think, he, is that when he went to see Ava before he went to Dante, right? So it was after the nurse, yes. after the hospital, he went to see Ava. Yes. And Ava's yelling at him about uh, how Austin was involved and how Nicholas is still alive and how he used his being dead, quote, dead right. over her to get her to do all these things. And if it wasn't for Joss, Dex, and Spinelli, she would have been dead because Mason decided to go off on his own. Right. Oh, she is so good. I know. I know. It was so good. And he was just so stupid. He's like, 
the boss didn't tell me to get close to you. That's not why I got close to you. I care about you. And aren't you glad to know now that Nicholas isn't dead? So that like makes everything better. And she's like, no, because you could have told me that months ago. Right. They could have, she could have come up with a different game plan. Yeah. Other than being terrified and going along with his. Right. Stuff. Right. If you wouldn't, have, if you would have told me the truth that Nicholas was still alive, then your bad guys wouldn't have had anything on me. And I could have played this a whole different way. So he did give it the background of Cyrus though, of how he knows him. So I guess yes. Cyrus worked with Jimmy Holt. Yeah. Jimmy Lee Holt. He worked with his family in Pawtuck. Right. So we don't really know what happened to Jimmy Lee after he left and stayed in Pawtuck with charity, which I thought, I think in most people assumed he was just helping her run the convenience store, you know? Right. Right. So what business did they get into that Jimmy Lee is now involved with a guy like Cyrus? I think it was trucking. I think it right. was, it was trucking. And then what got just, him into that? You know, yeah. like what, what happened to get him into that? Because then I guess he gave him Austin summer jobs and then eventually paid for his medical school. Right. Right. But it I'm didn't assuming... sound like Austin knew what all of that meant or was aware of how bad Cyrus was until afterwards. And he's like, right. what? Yeah, exactly. No, I'm assuming that it was just like a regular trucking company. Okay. They were co-owners. Great. And then Cyrus started taking side jobs of shipping stuff. He shouldn't be shipping. And then Jimmy Lee was involved in it because they were both on the business. What if Jimmy Lee Holt is the boss boss? Oh, that'd be good. I'll take that twist. I still, I still love the Olivia Jerome part just because it makes sense for why we're going after Ava. Right. But what if Jimmy Lee Holt is that way? It would explain why Austin felt more of the, I guess, want to please his dad and right. his business partner and like all that stuff. Yeah. I would be okay with that. Okay. Yeah. Oh, no. Jimmy Lee died. He died. He's, he did die, but that doesn't mean he's actually dead. That's true. That's true. I just assumed that you meant that he's still alive. Yeah. How did he die again? He just died. I, yeah, I don't remember. I don't, I don't remember like there being a body, a funeral or whatever that they've ever talked about. Obviously that was before our time, but. Well, it was Austin mentioned that he died when he came. Jimmy Lee died of COPD and on his deathbed, he could barely walk or talk. Okay. Hold on. And he came to claim what was once his father's before right. challenging Edward's will. Yes. He could barely talk and wanted to make it up to his father, Edward. Yes. Who they'd ever showed. And like, we heard about that after the fact. Once he left to go live in Pawtuck, we had never known anything about him. Right. So then, then Austin went to the PCPD because it seemed like Ava got to him. Yeah. And Dante couldn't promise him anything. So Austin leaves. Dante does call Robert gives Robert the rundown and Robert's like, okay, go ahead and give him immunity just as Austin opens up the door and is shot. Right. Did not see that coming. Did not see that coming either. Did not see that coming either. Oh, is he dead? I hope not. I hope not. Cause we still need answers. It's, do you think Mason would have killed him? Well, I was wondering, I think, if, Mason, I think I was wondering if it was Nicholas. Maybe. I was thinking Nicholas didn't want it coming out that he was, alive maybe has not realized that laura is aware of this and mm. thought he would kill the only person that can verify that he's still alive didn't his banker in switzerland though tell him that his grant or his mother had just been there i think oh, that he called, Nicholas called into okay. the banker and he said i just had a visit from your mom okay like okay. what are you doing all right then yeah that wouldn't make sense didn't he, he? To tell austin i think you're right now that you say that okay I know that. So I, I did read that Roger had well, knee surgery. So that isn't Mason still in the hospital. Yeah. But people escape from there and go in and out all the time. <laughs> all right. I don't know. I really don't know. I don't know who shot him. Maybe this will be the actual boss that we'll finally get to meet. That was who shot him. Right. If it's a bigger boss. Maybe it's Olivia. Maybe I, I would, I would love to be wrong in this case and there'd be someone higher. I don't want you to be wrong because I want to be right. I want you to be wrong because the story okay, it would make a better, better. storyline. Yeah. Right. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, that was the Friday cliffhanger was Austin being shot. Mm -hmm. um, hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. 
we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Oh, we kind of forgot to say that Drew went to see Michael and they're going to try to take advantage of they still think that Ned is Eddie. And I'm very disappointed in Drew. Because Me he too. wants to take a advantage if i can get my words out advantage of eddie being eddie and not ned right no and michael was like hold it you literally just got out of jail and remember we learned that something might be considered insider trading even if it's not right so michael right. learned a lesson Yay. yeah he did he did but drew's like that's okay i already served time i i can do a crime now it'll be all right that's not how that works either <laughs> Nope. It's not a you go to jail once and then once you get out, you can continue to do it. No, yep, you just can't be tried for the first one again. Right. You're supposed to have learned a lesson, but he does not seem to have. Oh, and Laura offered the job of deputy mayor to Jordan yeah. to be permanent, which I like. I did like that. Yes. And Cyrus showed up and he got a job as a dishwasher of the Port Charles Grill. Yeah, I can see it. As someone yeah. who worked in restaurants for a long time, I can 100% see him standing back there. That's the guy that you talk to all the time. He's kind of the one that listens to everything. You don't really see him, but you talk to him. Yeah. Yep. I always liked my dishwashers. That sounds weird, but. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Gregory and Chase? Yeah. Because that was like a quick. I'm just kind of over, over the Gregory storyline. Yeah. I hate to say it too. It's yeah. I mean, I don't mean to be mean. I, I, but I feel like we've talked about this before with certain diseases. They've done such a good job of educating us like stone with having AIDS. Like I learned stuff I never knew before. I don't feel like I'm any more educated about Gregory and all we do is sit around and, and whine about the fact that he's sick. And the fact that it took him so long to tell Chase. And right. I mean, that was sweet that Chase was like, I got you now, dad, but that should have been the story that he told two weeks ago when he came to terms with what he just found out. Right. Right. We just keep prolonging it for Gregory to be like, Oh no, I'm sick. I feel bad because I didn't tell you, but I didn't know how to tell you. And then someone else being like, Oh no, I'm so sad that you're sick. We've lost so much time, but the future is bright. <laughs> and then that's all they do. They don't, they don't reveal any other information to have me invested. It's just yeah. whining and whining and whining. I get that it's devastating. Like I'm not trying to discount the feelings and emotions that must go with that. But at some point in time, you got to move on to something, right? Well, and it would have been different if he at least was moving along in his bucket list and asking Chase to do something with him. Right. You know, but there really was no substance to that other than right. and what he, you're talking just, about. Right. He had just met with the new doctor. Like if he had come in and been like, oh, the doctor ran this test and this is what it tests for. Then at least you could be like, oh, I didn't know that test existed. Now I'm educated on something about this disease. Instead, he was like, yeah, the doctor just said it's going to keep progressing like it's progressing. Like, okay. Right. Hmm. Spencer went to see Esme and talked to her yeah. about yeah. I really do feel bad for him because a lot of people did put the pressure on him to step in for Nicholas. And now he's just basically being told, you know what? We're done with you now. Now you can just go back to being his brother. And he's like, but you asked me to do this. Right. Right. No, I, I feel bad for him because he wants the connection that he thought he was promised. But then I also see Esme's side of it. Like, okay, you get to have the emotional connection to Ace, like you're his dad and an emotional connection with Trina in an adult relationship. And I am just stuck over here on the side by myself. Like, even I if you don't want to be with me, I deserve to find some happiness. I did like how she brought that up. And I liked their conversation. 
But like up until this point when everyone else is like, you're ridiculous, you're only his brother. And meanwhile, weeks before everyone's supporting him and the other, it's like they're gaslighting him. It's like, no, 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 we actually never said that. And it's right. like, mm, you guys supported him going to the parenting classes. Yes, You guys exactly. supported him stepping in. Right. That's, that's kind of, and nowhere along the way was there the, now we're worried about you just remember that you're just his brother, you know, but he does right. need this role model in his life. Yes. No one was offering him that support along the way. And now they're just like, and he's still a kid. Right. Right. You know? So they, yeah, they should have he's probably gonna think that him. he's crazy. Like, was I not supposed to be this person? Right. Right. Like, how can you fault me for getting emotionally attached to this baby that I've been raising as mine, even though I know it's my brother? Like, right. Yeah, I, I did feel bad for him. I mean, I see I see Trina's side of mm -hmm. like, I'm tired of seeing you live with another woman that you were romantically involved with. I but see even as I supported that and she's like, what? So the four of us are going to live together. And he's like, what for? And she's like, you and Trina, me and Ace. Yeah, it just doesn't work. That's not how that's going to work. Yeah. And then he was like, oh, so it's really about you wanting a boyfriend than Ace. And she was like, no, it's about the fact that I'm his mother and I need to do what's right for best. Blah, blah, blah. Right. For both of us. Right. And in no way did she say, and she said, you're going to be part of his life. So it's not like she's saying. But right. She's, she's like, not moving to California. Right. Exactly. And then he sent multiple flowers and basically bombarded <laughs> Trina's dorm room, dorm room yeah. with flowers. And she's not even there. Right. She went home. Well, first she went to Ava. I don't like what she's doing right now, though, because she is doing the, I'm going to talk to people about this. But then if I don't like what they're saying to me, I'm right. going to go talk to someone else who's then going to give me the answers that I want. Because Ava supported her. Right. But also put the perspective of it of, well. I mean, even um, Curtis and Marshall, they were like, okay, we see what you're saying and we are supporting you. But at the same time, like questioning her to where she was like, yeah, I guess if he hadn't reacted this way, I wouldn't feel the way I do about him because that's one of the qualities I love about him. And it's like, exactly. yeah, <laughs> exactly. So now what? I want Esme to talk to Trina. I do too. That would be nice. That would be because nice. Because she really is supporting him being with her. Right, right. I don't know. I don't know either. That's going to be then, a hard conversation though. Because I mean, tr or yeah, Esme has already said like, she does have feelings for Spencer because of the familiarity there. And so she doesn't know what that means. And so mm -hmm. I don't know how Trina is going to take that. Like, thanks for your honesty. But yeah, that doesn't make me want you to be around my man. Right, right. And then Marshall asked, well, is this the first time you've been in love? And she shared about how she felt about Cam. Yeah. yeah. So Cam was kind of more puppy love-ish. Right, right. I like how gracefully she said, and then Joss decided she wanted him, so I gave up. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I definitely understand her frustration. I would probably... At the same time, though, Cameron wanted Joss. Right. I, I mean, I'm not saying that Joss was right for going for Cameron whenever she knew that Trina liked him, but at the same time, it wasn't like Cameron was like, oh, I'm so in love with Trina, and Joss was like, hey, let me seduce you. Like, that's right. not what was happening. Right, Yeah. And then Sasha went back on the home and heart. Yes, yes. And they were jerks to her again, talking about how she couldn't do it. And then that they didn't want Cody on it. And Maxie's like, listen, this is the most in-demand product right now. You'll do this however we tell you you're going to do this. And you're just going to accept it and be happy. Yep. And it, it went off wonderfully. And finally, Sasha admitted that she had feelings. And then she like shut herself right back down again. I liked the talk that was well, so first maxi was like and now we have our first male face of deception cody bell yeah so are they what are they doing who knows yeah maxi in her head already has like this new campaign going on oh yeah and she was the one who brought up to sasha you like him mm -hmm. and he likes you and cody steps around the corner and is like wait what right right why are we talking about this <laughs> But then he and Sasha had a really nice talk about she's still mourning. Yeah. Rando and Liam. And she can only be friends right now. Right. And he was like, he was okay. cute. Yeah, he was very mm -hmm. cute. He was like, I can respect that. You're not saying never, but you're not saying when either. And she was like, I'm not asking you to put your life on hold. And he's like, I didn't say that you did. I'm saying that you're worth waiting around for and taking my time. Like, I get yeah. it. You need to finish your grieving and then 
hopefully it'll be time for us. Right. That was sweet, though. It was sweet. Because he also let it be known that he was okay if it is only ever just a friendship. Right, right, exactly. You know? Yep. Because, I mean, he's not like, I'm madly in love with you and I must have you and whatever. He's like, I just, I care a lot for you. Right. I would so. like to see what this could turn into when you're ready. Yeah. Yep. We forgot to talk about Adam when we were oh, in the dorm yeah. room. Because, oh, man, this poor kid. I know. I know. And I love that Jocelyn even pointed that all out. She was like, you don't understand, Dex. Like, I have all these other things going on and I want to do good in school. But at the same time, I am making these choices for myself. He yeah. is like pushed into this program. He thinks he's failing. If he gets a 92, his parents are constantly on his butt, blah, blah, blah. So, but I don't and know. He lied to them about having friends. Yeah, exactly. Like, that's heartbreaking. It was. But then it sounded like his dad was asking, like, you're not doing Adderall again, are you? And he was like, no, no doubt I'm not. But yet he had pills there that I assume were supposed to be Adderall or some type of um, medicine that college kids are known to take to help them study. Maybe they're caffeine pills, just like Jesse Spano. I don't think so, because caffeine pills... Red. Yeah, caffeine pills don't come in medication bottles. I don't know. They're sold like over the counter, I'm pretty sure. I've never taken them. I get my caffeine the natural way through my Dr. Pepper. But I don't know about... Nobody write in and let her know that Dr. Pepper is not natural. She knows. I, I, yes, exactly. I do. I do know. It is my natural source, though. Because my body thinks it's water. Oh, dear. <laughs> but yeah, because I mean, she stopped Dex from basically tearing into him yeah right i mean to be fair dex is overprotective to begin with and then he walks up to see this guy like yelling at joss and grabbing her grabbing oh, yeah. her like he was justified in being like step back buddy but absolutely she was also justified in being like all right calm down it wasn't what you think it was and like the poor kid's just really struggling yeah so that's just sad mm. alexis and diane at the metro court yes I'm kind of tired of that storyline, too. Like, I, I want to see them go out and do something. Like, they need to go axe throwing. They need to go paintball something. They need to do something. Because all they do is sit at the bar where Alexis can't drink and talk about... Are my cats distracting you? Amanda is being sorry. attacked by cats right now. <laughs> no, it is... The um, girl cat that has no interest in the boy cat and the boy cat that has some interest in the girl cat. So he's trying to be sneaky and follow her. Your and she's like, to stop having interest in anything other than yarn. Yes. Yes. That's <laughs> true. The, 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 um, the boys just don't know that yet. So, but it was cute because the girl cat, you can't see it, but she just climbed down around me and then laid down and like snuggled up with her mom like mom tell him to leave Aww. me alone <laughs> i'm not interested anyway sorry for the cat distraction um i don't know what i was saying uh, oh diane and them yeah see that's how much they don't hold my interest i can't even remember talking about them they go to the bar alexis can't drink diane says is it okay if i drink she always says yes of course because that's not how she is and then diane sits there and whines about Robert. It's not how she is, but it's also what she is able to handle. There is a difference. Right, right, right. Which is good for her and and yeah. and good for Diane for asking, but at the same time I feel like if I was that friend I would get annoyed with you asking me every time. Like, I already told you yes. If a problem arises, I will let you know. But you're drawing more attention to it and making me feel more uncomfortable by asking me every single time. And I would stop picking a bar to be, or like a restaurant that serves alcohol to be our meeting right. place. I would be like, hey, let's go to Kelly's. Yes, exactly. So anyway, and then Diane just whines about Robert and Alexis whines about her kids or is like happy about her kids, whatever's going on in the kids' lives. That's all that she has to say. Did we ever find out how that uh, fundraiser went with Robert? No. How was fundraiser? I think they what mentioned else did we ask like about earlier. Was, oh, that was Jake. That still has a chance to come back. But the fundraiser... Yeah, I think they, like, briefly said, oh, they had a good time. And that was, like, it. So, hmm. okay. and I I get her, like, I'm assuming that at any age, men are frustrating because relationships just seem to be. But at the same time, 
I don't understand how you, and she even talked herself through and was like, although I don't know how I have a right to be upset that Anna is turning to her ex that is also her very good friend about the fact that she's been stalked and perhaps targeted and it turns out to be this little girl that she now traumatized that she shot, blah, blah, blah. And so I just felt like it was like a waste. Like, again, let's move us somewhere. Maybe right, like she is processing it and it's not like she's sitting there saying to Alexa, seriously, this could only... Like, how? How does this happen, you know? Right, right, exactly. Maybe they should put Gregory in that circle, too, and they can all just sit and have the same conversation over and over and over again. I thought it was only Nina that liked to do that, but I would guess I'm wrong. So, but then as they were at dinner, Alexis did notice that the girls were over having uh, drinks together, and she was all happy. And so, of course, all that Molly could talk about was the baby as you see TJ getting the news from the surrogate that she had miscarried. That's heartbreaking. And I don't know if it's true. Right? I think that she's going to try to steal the baby. Yeah, I me too. Like, gonna, why did she know the mercy? mercy? Exactly. Yeah. She went to another hospital. I, I can understand not going to the hospital that maybe the people that you're carrying work at. But she does know. Although TJ winds up being in all the bad news. So. Yeah. You know, him having to possibly be the doctor on call that's handling this situation. And as he pulls open the wind or the curtain is her. I, I'm glad we did not have that moment. Right, 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 right. But exactly. Just, she went to Mercy. It happened in the middle of the night. Right. She had no paperwork. Like, I, again, I don't know. I've never been in the situation of being a surrogate for someone. I have been in the situation of having miscarriages, just like any other appointment that you go to the hospital for. Like they give you a discharge paper or something that says you were there, a wristband, like whatever, you were mm. at the hospital. So wouldn't you have brought that with you and been like, you know, I, I didn't, it was nothing that I did. They said it was spontaneous. Here's the doctor's report. Right. So they, I never had one. So like they would have that on the paper that says, yeah what the I don't want to say cause but like how it happened right like it was trauma related or it was just right Mo okay uh, you know for for me and the ones that I have gone through it just says spontaneous miscarriage like there is no explanation just for some reason your body said no we're not doing this anymore and here you go so if she would have fallen or something like that, not, I mean, at the end of the day, it's the end result anyway, even if she did do something like what's any good buddy going to do, but you would, I feel like if I was, I was having, just wondering, like if they actually do have the cause on there so that I she mean, could have taken it. Not like it, I, I'm, it depends on how far into the pregnancy you are and all that other kind of stuff, like to get into the detailed details. But if I was carrying a baby for you and I miscarried, I would bring the paper to you and be like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I'm so sad. But look, you can read the paperwork. Like I didn't fall. There was no like trauma to any other part on my body, blah, blah, blah. Like this just happened. And I feel so bad. Not that you would ever doubt that, but just like, let me give you as much reassurance as I possibly can that I did everything I could because I would feel so bad. And right. instead this chick just shows up and is like, yeah, I'm really sad. I can't go through this again. I, I have no ID bracelet. I have no paperwork for you. I have nothing. I'm just telling you this happened. Especially where they are doctors and especially they would probably want to know, okay, does this mean there was something about mm -hmm. your body that did not work well with our embryo perhaps? Right. You right. Know, so is this something that we do need to take into consideration with the next one? I don't, I don't know if they would have that information they probably wouldn't have all that on just the discharge papers because that would probably be things that they would find in blood work like after the fact and stuff. I don't, yeah. I honestly don't know how detailed they can and can't get. But like I said, I just feel like, you know, if you miss a day of work because you were actually sick, even if your doctor, even if your work doesn't require it, you're like, here's my doctor note. Like I seriously went to the doctor. I was sick. So in this important of a circumstance, I would want to be like, here's as much as I can give you to explain this unexplainable, awful thing that happened. And instead, she just was like, hey, this happened. No, I, I can't have another one for you. I can't handle it. Bye, see ya. And like, right. not that you would want to face the mom, because I can't even imagine how difficult that would be. But I would feel like I owed that to you, not to just be like, hey, husband, you go ahead and tell her. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. yeah, I thought it was sketch, too. Yeah. Yeah, so Molly was helping Christina with her paperwork, and then TJ called her and was like, hey... 
you need to come right home. He tells her, then Alexa shows up because she had left her tablet at the Metro court. So she just brought it to her and happened to have good timing about it. I did like that. Alexis was like, you guys need to take your time. Right. And she and asked like, who do you want me to tell? Or do you want me to stay out of it? She was very respectful. I did like the way that she handled that. Yep. And she's going to tell, well, she did tell Sam. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, but we didn't see Christina finding out yet. No, not yet. And if they make it where she somehow winds up talking about the baby before she finds out and just re-triggers Molly being mad at her, that's, please don't do that. No, I think they're going to take the storyline the whole other way of now Christina's going to be the surrogate. And as Christina, right before Christina gives birth, they're going to see the surrogate like out at the baby store or something and she's going to be pregnant and then it's going to be like, oh my gosh, you stole my baby. And now they have two newborns or two babies closely in age. And it's going to be a whole thing of that, especially since Molly said she might give up law. It's like now you're going to have to have this court battle to get your baby back. Oh, yeah. yeah. I hope they don't do any of that. That's just how I feel like they're writing it. And then she was clearing her tablet. Yeah, that was sad. I did feel that for her. So, I think that that was it. Yeah, I can't think of anything else. Do, do, do. Reality check. So what did you do this week? How was the second week of work? <laughs> I was going to say, I worked and I worked and I worked. I mean, I love it. I love Welcome. It's, yes, <laughs> exactly. It is. It's super... The people are very chill. <clears throat> Excuse me. I like the way that their training process is because you learn some, but before you jump into it, you get to like ease your way into it. So tomorrow we'll start actually taking phone calls, but it's only on like the very first step. Like you're calling to activate your card. And mm. then in a few, like a week, well, then it'll be oh, okay. And I can help you you know, update your address or whatever, blah, blah, blah. Also, and then it'll be because the system's able to like sort them out by those numbers that you press whenever you call your credit card. And so I was like, Oh, okay, I like that. Oh, I learned something that might be like a helpful tip for everyone involved. And I knew this before, like you can add authorized users on your credit card. Mm -hmm. Well, if you um, want to help your child establish credits so that you don't yep. um, have to co-sign for them. You can yep. add your child at 15 onto your credit card and then they don't even have to have a card or have access, but it goes back to when you opened that card to establish their history. So yep. assuming that you have good credit, whenever you hit, whenever they hit 18, they already have a good credit history and don't need you to co-sign. I found that out after my son graduated, but I, I did it. I put him okay. on as an authorized user on um, the one that I pay off monthly. Mm -hmm. I, so. I knew you could do like when I was younger, I was on one of my mom's cards because I was going on vacation. And so it was just easier to put everything on the card and then pay her back as soon as I got home. And so I knew that that had showed up on my credit report at that time, but I didn't realize that you could start at 15. 15. Like I assumed they had to be 18 because that's mm -hmm. when you're allowed to have credit. And I, so yeah, like I called my sister and she's in financial everything. And even she didn't realize it. I was like, yeah, like put your kid on it now. And then when they're older and they're like, hey, co-sign, you can be like, I don't need to. You're right, financially responsible for all your own stuff. The only reason I know is because, you know, I do a ton of networking and there was a finance coach that brought it up at one of our mom meetings. That's awesome. I'm glad so. that people are, are saying it because there was like, I, I'm pretty sure everybody, but like one person in my training class did not realize that it could start at 15. Like mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure everyone's aware it's a thing, but not 15. That's awesome. That is so, um, but anyway, well, yeah. it's good to know that our pressing the numbers has a purpose. I mean, right. I know that they do, but also right. it's yes. So I guess be kinder to numbers one through three. Right, exactly. They're learning. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Eventually they can do everything. But when they're, when we're like sticking to that one thing you asked for, that may be why is they don't know everything else yet. But it's nice that it's easing in. Like I don't, I feel like I have the normal amount of anxiety going into it, but I've worked at a phone call center before. So like I know how it goes. There's other people that have way more anxiety than I do. And so I feel like it's really good for them to get to have these baby steps into it yeah. all. So, but yeah, and most importantly, the people are super nice and super patient. They're like, you're going to make mistakes. It's okay. Blah, blah, blah. So you oh, don't good. feel like you could get hot, get fired at like the drop of a hat. Like they're, they want you to succeed. So that's, that's that. Besides that, I had a sick kid home for part of the week because mm -hmm. she had pink eye and now I think we're transitioning into a ear infection so that's fun 
<laughs> but Not it is breaking. Right, exactly. It is the 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 season. Like one of my kids will be sick every week from now until after New Year's. That's just how it goes. The older Aww. ones are more self-sufficient, but you can't plan a holiday without allotting for the fact you're going to have a sick kid. So, I hope she feels better soon before Thank Tuesday. You. We'll go for before Tuesday. That way you get when when are they done with school? Wednesday is their last day. So they're off Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. I was going to say, I'm like, maybe feel better tomorrow. That way she gets Tuesday, Wednesday, and then she's off for the Maybe. Other yeah. If we get some good antibiotics in her soon, I think we'll be good for tomorrow even. But we shall yeah. see. But anyway, what did you do fun this week? So I think I shared that my daughter started iron IV treatments at the beginning of yes. November. If I didn't, she did. Um, it was very stressful the first week and this was her third session. She's gotten better. She was so funny. She brought her laptop. She's like, well, can I bring my laptop and my headphones? I mean, she had her headphones cause she was watching stuff on her phone. Yeah. And I was like, do you want your laptop? So you have a bigger screen. She's like, mm-hmm. <laughs> her drip is almost two hours. So yeah, that's insane. I get it. Yes. And there was a woman. So some of the cubes have two chairs and some of them have four chairs. The one that had an opening was only two chairs. And this is, I had text you out in the lobby. They had been showing Young and the Restless and Haley Aaron is on it. Yes. And I text you, I'm like, I think she's evil. <laughs> well, the lady that was in the cube with us was watching it. Oh, that's cool. And she was telling me, she was, oh yeah, she is bad. And I shared with her about our podcast and we just talked about how, you know, you got into soaps and how long you've been watching and stuff like that. And it was just, it was really, it was really nice Good. Um, just to talk to her about that. But yeah, Haley Aaron is evil right now on the young and the restless. She did something that had never occurred to me before. Well, okay. I don't know how she got the woman in this state to begin with. I think that she <laughs> may have knocked her out. Okay. But because the reason that I thought that she was evil is because she held up the woman's phone to her face and lifted up one of her eyeballs so that she uh, can unlock it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, that's next level. That's next level. I, it's so, genius, yeah. Um, so yeah, and then on Friday, my daughter's school arranged for one of our community colleges to have a tour where they could possibly go and learn like a trade or take random classes because you don't actually have to go for a degree. And it was really nice because the people who were putting it on were super empowering and just, you guys can absolutely do this kind of stuff. And, you know, we have these great disability services. And oh, that's if awesome. you need, if you need a tutor, we have that. Um, you can't do typical accommodations how we have now. If a test typically has four answers, they remove two or something. When you go to college, it's you have four. It's right. If you have right. to take a test, you have a test, but they can do. Um, where you can go into a, a different room to take it right. so that you're not overstimulated. But they also have something called uh, Dragon and there was something else. And one of them is where it makes what you're listening to into closed captions. Oh, nice. And then the other one is reverse. So if you're reading something, it makes it audible, I think. Okay. I might have... But basically, they do that That's so awesome. that if the thing that is holding you back is the fact that you can't understand by reading, but you can listen and understand, yeah, they're going to make sure that you have that. That's awesome. And like they already have that technology. So it's it was pretty cool. And we found a class that we think we're going to try to get her to take uh, possibly by leaving school. If, if we can get everything worked out, she'll leave school around noon on Mondays and Wednesdays and go to this community college and take this class. She's interested in jewelry making. Mm -hmm. And one of the employ employment programs she went to over the summer did take them to see a welder. Oh, and she made this cute little heart. We talked about the fact like you can make jewelry like that. One of the classes that teaches jewelry is metal smithing. Oh, that's nice. So that's the class that we're going to try to get her into to see how it goes. Cause also that'll give us a good gauge of, can she follow that level of instruction with a classroom that uh, typically the classes are like 12. Yeah. I think is what they said is average class, but without the supports around her. So if yes, then we are able to figure that out. If no, then we're just going to have to figure out a way to get her there or figure out what's next. Yeah. So, 
Oh, that's but awesome. it was, I'm excited for her. It was it was awesome. It was really I I honestly had no expectations. I was prepared for. <laughs> is that a sloth? Is that one of like the sensi? No. Buddies. Okay, it looks like a scent buddy. But um yeah, I had like no expectations because I was expecting I, I've attended seminars and other workshops on how they can go to school and what they can do, but it never sounded like what they had would fit her. Right, right. And unless they just weren't explaining it well, which very well could have been. Yes. Um, but this this totally seems possible. So yay. That's awesome. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. So does the sloth have a name? Amanda has a sloth on her shoulder right now. I do have a sloth. Um, so this is a sloth that her dad brought back to her whenever he had to visit Amsterdam. So um, his name is just Slothy, but he is like our best friend. I have to tuck him in every night and um, he takes Aww. sleeping with her or I if she's like she had a friend sleep over the other night. And so he slept with me instead. So I understand that. Yes. All right. Yeah. <laughs> He's a very well taken care of sloth. Don't worry about him. <laughs> but yeah, so join us on Thursday as we talk about all the quarter main Thanksgiving disasters. I'm not ready for Thanksgiving. That makes me so scared, but hopefully everyone else is. So have a good week. And we'll meet you at the pier. Bye. Bye. If you enjoyed today's show, we invite you to go to pier54podcast.com to subscribe on your favorite platform. Don't forget to leave us a review. And you can also follow us on many social media channels. Just search for Peer 54 Podcast. Also, we are not perfect. So if there is something that we missed or messed up, just let us know by emailing us at peer54podcast at gmail.com.